Good evening and welcome to the full moon festival of Aquarius 2022. The gift that Shambhala is planning to give in the Aquarian age. There are passages in the New Testament concerning Jesus, which are believed by many to be references to Aquarius and the Aquarian age. In one passage, we read the following. And he, Jesus, sent out two of his disciples and said to them, go into the city and a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him. Wherever he goes in, say to the master of the house, the teacher says, where is the guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room furnished and prepared. There make ready for us. Matthew chapter 13 verses 14 to 15. We further read the following. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them and said, take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shared for many. Here in this episode, 2,000 years ago, Christ foreshadowed the sun moving into Aquarius and the advent of the Aquarian age. The man carrying the pitcher of water may be considered as the symbol of Aquarius. The upper room is the higher group consciousness that characterizes the influence of Aquarius and will characterize the Aquarian age. This room we are told in the passage is large, indicating an expansive consciousness where there is room, patience, tolerance, inclusiveness, and understanding for the many. The kind of awareness or state of consciousness that will be demonstrated by humanity on a large scale in the Aquarian age, the new age. The cup 
and its content represented in the words of Jesus, his blood, the life blood, the life more abundantly and the bread, his body represented subsistence, spiritual subsistence, substance, abundance. The two indicating the sharing of the life more abundantly that will be available for all in a time of plenty that even now science and technology are already seeking to bring about. This is not the case fully today. We, are, we still have few rich nations and many poor nations, but concerning this appalling economic situation, keener observation reveals that abundance materially is present, but the degree and extent of the needed cooperation and sharing are not adequate. Aquarius is the custodian of the energy for this cooperation and sharing on a universal scale. And this energy is made especially available on the period like today, the full moon of Aquarius. Let us pause for a few moments and with the mind raised towards the hierarchy, fervently sound the affirmation of love. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. We are rapidly approaching the Aquarian age. If it were not so, then what are behind the rising demands of the masses everywhere for betterment? The increasing awareness or awakening everywhere in the world, the movement everywhere calling humanity and her leaders to accountability concerning the living environment cautioning of the world about the threats posed by the economic disparities among peoples and nations, the growing recognition of the widening inequities that can no longer be ignored, thanks to data science and satellite and internet technology. And on the other side, what about the spontaneous and the welcoming recognition of goodwill 
globally demonstrated when the human spirit triumphs over evil and unity overcomes violence. What still inspires the widespread instances of kindliness amidst destitution in many places in the world? We find confirmation and assurance in Esoteric Astrology, page 134, where Alice Bailey writes, this constellation is one of supreme importance to our solar system at this time, for it is the sign into which our sun is rapidly moving and its influence is gaining in momentum and potency with each vanishing decade. It is therefore largely responsible for the changes now being effected in our planetary life in all the kingdoms of nature. And because it is an earth sign, its influence is all pervasive and interpenetrating, unquote. These words were first published in 1951. Seven decades have gone by and the momentum of the approaching Aquarian age must be quite tremendous today. The symbol representing Aquarius, two horizontal wiggly lines, simple though they appear, is rich in interpretation. The symbol immediately suggests motion, which is a great quality of life. The two lines indicating life and energy among other possible pairs of combinations. It may also be seen as the wavy surface of a stream or a river. Alice Bailey associated the water carried in Aquarius with the river of life and the river of love. When she wrote, in Libras of Hercules, page 193. When we have broken down the barriers of separativeness, then we let in the two rivers, the water of life and the river of love. It is interesting to try to express yourself what you understand by the river of life and the river of love, which by breaking down the walls, flow through the human family. The two wavy lines symbolizing Aquarius may again be considered as forming three mountain peaks and two valleys, with the three mountain peaks indicating the first two initiations of the threshold as they culminate in the third initiation of the transfiguration. While the two valleys indicate the two major tests undergone by disciples prior to each initiation. The ageless wisdom teaches that we undergo prior to each initiation two major tests, that of the burning ground and that 
of the clear, cold light. This is indicated in Race and Initiation, page 1447. The burning ground produces a blazing fire which burns up all hindrances in a steady sequential process. And in rule one, for initiates and disciples, we find the effect of the clear cold light stated. The clear cold light shines forth and cold it is, and yet the heat evoked by the group love permits the warmth of energetic moving out. The clear cold light permits the scales to fall from the eyes, revealing on the one hand, the omnipresence of God throughout nature and of the initiate group. And on the other hand, brings home to the initiate, the omniscience of the divine whole and ending forever the face of isolated experience. Today, the scales are falling from humanity's eyes. In Aquarius, the effort put into the long spiritual struggle that started in Taurus through Leo and Scorpio comes to fruition, making Aquarius a culminating sign of spiritual achievement. In Taurus, desire is transmuted into aspiration. Darkness gives place to light and illumination. And the attention of the disciple becomes focused upon spiritual attainment. She hears the voice of the Christ, the soul, and implements the injunction. If thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. In Leo, the self-centered man becomes eventually the soul in expression and focused on the achievement of the spiritual goal of selflessness. Leo is the polar opposite of Aquarius. And there is a powerful interplay between the two signs. This interplay upon the reversed wheel becomes so potent in transmutation and transformation that the intensive self-consciousness of Leo expands into the group awareness of Aquarius. After Leo, the disciple then faces severe tests in Scorpio on her way to the station of the water carrier, Aquarius. It is as if in Scorpio, the disciple overcomes on a personal and lesser scale, the challenges posed by the tests and trials in order to adequately prepare and make her fit 
for handling those same challenges of grammar on the group and planetary levels, so she can then save the group in Aquarius. Water of life am I, poured forth to testament. And the long effort of the soul is consummated and concludes the experience of the disciple upon the fixed cross. We are told that the rulers of Aquarius are of peculiar interest as they bring in the influences of the seventh, the second, and the fourth rays. The seventh ray relates spirit and matter on the physical plane into one functioning whole, producing an orderly spiritual expression in form, while the second ray gives soul expression and spiritual consciousness and also the power to pour out love upon earth. And the fourth ray indicates the field of service and the mode of attaining the goal. The fourth ray does this by acutely revealing the cleavages, the outer cleavages in humanity and in the human unit and precipitating a crisis that evokes the conditions which lead to harmony. Today, we need not look hard to observe these happenings. But the seventh ray is of special significance when it is coming into manifestation at the same time that the sun is entering Aquarius, as is the case today. For we are told that the combination of the two, Aquarius and the seventh ray in manifestation provides an extraordinary opportunity for the fusion and blending of the lights of all the seven rays to produce light superna, bringing about illumination and establishing order upon the earth. And that this great event has occurred six times during the period of the fifth root race, the group of intelligent humanity functioning within all the races today. We must therefore awaken to the recognition that we are in propitious times and work accordingly. The decanates of Aquarius are governed by Saturn, Mercury, and Venus, which are the gateways for opportunity, illumination, and brotherhood, respectively. And these three constitute the gifts that Shambhala is planning to confer upon mankind during the Aquarian age. 
if man will but prepare for them, if we will accept them and use them, then the Tibetan ends with these words, only the future will make clear man's reaction. Esoteric Astrology, page 149. We are entering that future now. We are the witnesses to occurrences of tremendous transitions and transformations in the history of humanity. It is in this that the new group of world servers and men and women of goodwill everywhere are implicated. Here is our place for utmost contribution. Are we recognizing the great spiritual opportunities and constructing those structures that will serve as vehicles of light, love, and the will to good in our immediate environment? Are we as students and experimenters in group consciousness bringing what measure of illumination touched into every aspect of daily life? The challenges of brotherhood daily confront us physically, emotionally, and mentally. And how well are we facing them? Usually, the idea of brotherhood is sentimentally appreciated. But the Tibetan has said that brotherhood is not an ideal, but is based on a scientific fact. And how much are we penetrating into this factual reality as a source of inspiration? Opportunity, illumination, and scientific brotherhood are the gifts that Shambhala is conveying to humanity through the hierarchy at this full moon period. And increasingly, as we rapidly proceed into the Aquarian age, this was started 500 years ago for it is with such long range preparation that the hierarchy works. Concerning opportunity, let us hear a full quote from a treatise on white magic, page 428. This and this alone, justifies your existence and calls forth from all of you who respond to the vision that utter self-sacrifice, which is so rare and so far reaching in its effects. The casting of all one has at the feet of the Lord of life in order that 
the work of world savage may go forward. The elimination out of one's life of all that possibly hinder the giving of all that one has until it hurts to give. The ruling of one's life on the basis of surrender, asking one's self at all the time, what can I relinquish in order that I may help more adequately? That and more than that lies ahead of all of you who hear the call and respond to the need and opportunity. Let us never forget how intimately connected we are as a group and as individuals with this Aquarian work. This is made clear in what Foster Bailey wrote concerning the esoteric origins and purpose of the Aquarian school in the unfinished autobiography of Alice Bailey. The Aquarian school was projected by Alice Bailey as an effort to help fulfill certain definite needs in the esoteric field. There was a need for an esoteric experiment along second-ray teaching lines, which could attempt to carry a little of the increasing Aquarian quality. This required a new emphasis on group responsibility and world service as essential of all true discipleship in the days to come. and our persistent effort to increase our group responsibility and intensify the potency of our world service, we aid us in becoming water of life poured forth for thirsty men. Let us meditate. Letting in the light. The keynote of the full moon approach to the hierarchy.
He who faces the light and stands within its radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way yet loves his brother on the darkened path revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light. And lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them, the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy. <clears throat> 